but I'm going to tell a story. <laughs> I love a story. Yeah, I think the most successful approaches that I've had with Pacific students has definitely been. So my last teaching role was I was a Māori teacher. And also with Pacific students, not every Pacific student is the same. You're listening to a Core Education podcast, pushing the boundaries of educational possibility. Salafa, I'm Aono Manufa Semiato, and I work for Core Education. Hi, kia tato, ko Anaru Waitu Kuingua. I too work for Core Education. Aono Mano, in your experiences of working with uh, Pacific students, can you tell some of the um, approaches, strategies, uh, stories um, that you've had of working alongside uh, men in your, I suppose, your co- coaching and mentoring roles? Yeah, I think the most successful approaches that I've had with Pacific students has definitely been developing rapport mm-hmm. with them and also with Pacific students not every Pacific student is the same yes so there's levels of diversity that exist with you know connecting with students mm-hmm. and trying to understand in terms of their culture what types of uh, exposure they've had yes. in terms of their their cultural identity and how much of their cultural ethnicity actually plays a huge part in the way that they live and the way that they communicate in terms of their learning and achievement as well so you know, uh, 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 probably a big approach I use is definitely humour. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, because I think with Pacific students, affective engagement is really critical in making them feel good about who they are as people. Mm. So I think um, to get the most and elicit the best from Pacific students, I need to make sure that they feel com- you know, comfortable and feel confident about who they are as, as people, as individuals, mm. so that, you know, they can feel you know, success as Pacific people, yeah. Was that just students, or what about working with adults? Yeah, I've, I've mentored quite a few um, adult students who are of Pacific descent, mm-hmm. and I've found that depending on their schooling experiences they've had, if they've come through the New Zealand school, um, ah, you know, okay. in terms of education, sure. the education system, but then also those who are, are recent migrants... Once again, I think it's just mainly listening to the individuals and mm. trying to ascertain how their learning experiences have contributed to what they're able to to bring out in terms of achieving their goals and and also just seeing like you know in terms of their own communities how much they participate in those spaces and what you can achieve together whether they are short term mid term or long term goals. So. Talked about students, learners, adults, young ones, etc. What about some tips there for teachers? I think for teachers, it's the number one thing is to not assume. Mm. Okay, so so don't go in there forearmed with assumptions about what you think works best for the learners because the learners are all different. So you actually need to craft some really good strategies of questioning. And what I've shared um, in lots of other professional learning spaces and other talks that I've given. Um, probably the best question that you can ask someone is uh, who are the people that have a a vested interest in their success Um, because it's really good to know who those people are in their lives so that you know you can hear them speak about people that want the best for them Mm. and I think as a mentor your job is to make sure that mentees um, have a sense of of that rapport and that mm-hmm. trust in you as the yep. mentor to guide them to that process of bringing up the best in them. Anadu, what about you? What are your experiences with, with Māori students? Well, probably building on what you said, I have a lot of, I suppose, synergies with that, but I'm going to tell a story. 
<laughs> I love a story. So my last teaching role was I was a Te Māori teacher, and part of that role was to be a mentor for our senior Māori students. So some of them I had met through the classes. They would take the real tikanga class. They might be in kapahaka, but there were some that didn't, I suppose, engage in those classes. So I'm going to talk about one particular boy that came across, um, and I guess it's about that rapport and establishing that relationship. I was pretty new to the school, we hadn't, hadn't been in my classes and it was kind of got called over to my, well I kind of met up with him and had a chat and you know you kind of thinking oh what's going to happen and we just kind of, I think the first thing was kind of finding the, you know, to find what I was there for to help support him with his NCEA etc but also just to kind of be that extra person there that I could ever talk to and it was just a matter of finding the interest from and this was early on in the school year and for one thing for us was that he was a rugby player and I just happened to be the rugby coach so that was just a huge in for us and he got talking about what club he played for I told him what club I played for and it's a bit of an opposition club so there's always that kind of that banter, I guess, but also that really good relationship that started from there. And once we got that, we found that hooking together that we could talk about things, you know, to do with school, to do with mahi, but also to do outside. Then the good conversations came about, hey, what support uh, do we need? Mm. And it was just, uh, I guess, probably the outcome from that was, um, yeah, this that relationship, but also meeting um, the whanau, meeting his whanau when they came along. He wasn't in my class, but I recall the... Um, Parent teacher evening or whatever it was, I was sitting at the desk and you know doing the rounds, and then he um, rocked up, so to say, with uh, mum and dad and introduced me. So I had a good chat. We just made those connections about iwi, etc., and just um, their upbringing and kind of the, the parallels and that as well. And it's just, I guess, that was probably the lesson in that. Just the, as you're kind of saying as well, the the rapport, those relationships, finding those connections, and then just as you're saying, just uh, making them feel valued and treating them as a human as well. Yeah, that's really great to hear you talk about synergies mm. and connecting with whānau. Like what, what advice would you give to teachers who probably wouldn't have that advantage of having the synergies with students? So what's your advice for those teachers? Ask questions. Ask questions is always just the big one, I think. is just ask those genuine questions and have that genuine interest of what you're there for as well. And for some it'll be easy, some it won't be. But it's just showing that genuine care and it's just to be authentic with what you do as well. So you don't have to all try and be all matesy and stuff. I think most students and learners can see right through that stuff. It's just about being your genuine self, taking your time with things and being patient as well because sometimes um, they won't want to engage. They want to see what the value is and that's just being that patient, just being there and when they're ready, they'll come or there might be an opportunity that you can pick up. In this case, it was about rugby or about something else to do with NCEA. So I just took that as a chance to say, hey, this is what I'm here for. You know what I'm here for and go from that. So that would be my big advice for teachers is just have patience, get to know the students, make those connections. Um, and as you say, for me, I could connect with them because it's an iwi. Some other teachers might not, but it's just those kind of backgrounds and getting to know them as well. That's great. Common interests and just asking the right questions. Yeah, kia ora. Thanks, Anadu. You've been listening to a Core Education podcast, pushing the boundaries of educational possibility. 